Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Not only are we glad to be here, to us it's a privilege and an honor yeah, to serve God and serve his people. Hallelujah. Please don't forget about that because we're here for a purpose. Amen. And he has, before foundation of the earth was laid down, he already had it in his mind to bring us together here. So we're not here by accident. And because we are not here by accident, I just want to encourage you or we want to encourage you always to have this strong in your heart. Whatever God brings you, whatever God brings us, don't take it for granted. It's not business as usual because God is very detailed. Hallelujah. He plans it. It's not when we go through the situation that he thinks what he should have done or what he's going to do. Hallelujah. And it will be great if you can give God a big, strong response. Amen. It's Isaac Culture and it's holy. Amen. Some traditions are not holy. They are not good to follow. But this one is good. Because anytime we, talk, we say amen, we just be like Virgin Mary. When the angel came down and he said, you're going to have a son. And this has never happened before. Amen. And it's never going to happen. So how do you take it? You were a virgin. An angel comes around and says, you're going to have a son. I have to remember my, my, my brother, he's at the back, so <laughs> hallelujah. It hasn't happened before. The grandmother never told her that you can have a baby without sleeping with a man. Do we agree? Is that true? It's a fact. It's not only a truth. It's, it's, it's truth. <laughs> hallelujah. Now, the angel comes around and says, you're going to have a child. He thinks around and said, okay. My grandmom never told me. My mom has never told me. Nobody has ever told me in, in, our, in, our, in, in our family. But because you are coming from God and you are speaking the word of God, I believe that. I believe that. But I'm going to move from believing to knowing that you actually have the true word from God. So I need a help. I said, okay, if you need a help, I can help you. And the help or the answer is that the Holy Ghost is going to come over you, overshadow you, and the conception will take place. You say, okay, that's very cool. If I don't going to sleep around or I'm not going to sleep with a man and the Holy Ghost is overshadow me, let it be done unto me according to the word of God. So when God is speaking, he knows exactly what he's doing. Hallelujah. When God speaks, he knows exactly what he does. But he needs a people, a group of people who will be on the ground to take what he's saying Work it in their life and in their, in their heart so that the word will become life. And that's what we've been hearing all this week. And that's what you've been hearing before you came. Hallelujah. It's not something new. 
To some of us, it's new, but according to God and according to the plans and the purpose he has for you and me, it's not new. Because nothing is happening, nothing will happen that has never happened before. Amen? Hallelujah. But he is looking for a generation of people. People who can take his word. And he said, let it be done unto me according to the word of God. Amen? My brother, they've spoken a lot. I'm just going to contribute my part. All right? I consulted with them and I said, I mean, there's so much said. Especially the Pastor Philip said, no, you still have to speak. Yesterday, I wanted to show my sister, but I didn't want to distract her. When Pastor Philip was talking about seeing, hearing, and speaking, it's exactly the same thing that I wrote down. When he was talking about first Samuel 14, Saul, everything was just written down. That is how God works. Amen. I said, that is how we work. Amen. The spiritual daughter that I brought here said, why are you not preaching? He said, here, it's not about preaching. I have to settle her. I have to put her in the right contextual point. You see, because we're not here to grab microphones. I'm not here to compete with them. There's no competition. When you are a team, when you are a team player or a team member, you don't have to compete. That's from the pit of hell. I will no apologies because that's the truth. Why are you competing? Because you are not strong enough and you don't know what you carry. If you know what you carry, you will never compete with your brother or your sister. Do you know what you carry? Good. Then competition is out. Amen? Yes. Okay. Let's come home. We are in the kitchen. We need to prepare a meal. Okay? Zawakrot. I love that because I'm a German. With Kassler. I won't go into details because. <laughs> Amen. And you are good in preparing that. Yeah? You're good in preparing that. You know that you can prepare it very good. And this is what the guests, you have a guest, and that's what they've requested. They want to eat kasla with zawakrot. So why do you prepare something that you have no clue how, how to make it? What, what is the thing we ate here? Yorkshire? Uh. I need a revelation. I don't have to float in the <laughs> speculation. You know, you can speculate so much that you become so perfect in speculation that you think it's prophecy. Oh, yeah. Amen? So, why do I have to struggle if I know this is the best I can do? Amen? We know where we're going. We know where, what, where we're doing. Amen? It's very important. So, when I explained everything to her, she was calm. You see, because if not, the enemy can use the flesh 
to say you are a pastor or a senior pastor or a father or this is it. So when you come here, you have to preach. No. If they can do it, I, I have notes. I will listen. I will make notes and adjust things in my life. Amen. You see, when, when, when Jesus Christ, when Pastor Philip was talking about kiss, yeah, he's my son. We need to kiss him. The thing is, you got to keep it simple. Keep it simple. Saints. Kids. That's a blow of kids. Okay? But if you hug somebody, especially your wife, and you kiss your wife, all right? You're keeping it simple. You're keeping the marriage so simple that you become a pattern for other people, a model for other people to follow. But if you keep it complicated, you make it so complicated, who is interested? Simple, but prayer for pun. Strong. Hallelujah. Amen? Can we do that? I'm giving you some things, and then if I can't go through all of them because there's more than enough, then at least <laughs> you have something to hold on. Amen? The one thing I want to encourage you is that don't put us into competition against one another. Can we do that? Because we're going to have Europe SOP or SOP in Europe. This is not the first time. This is the beginning. Oh, I said, I said this is just the beginning. Hallelujah. This is just the beginning. And if you can see how God is moving, if you can see the intensity of what God is doing, you can have an appetite for the next year when we say we have an SOP here. Amen. But you can help us. Yeah? By not putting, oh, if, if Pastor Kwame is preaching, then I will come. If Pastor B is preaching, I'm not coming. They gave me a new name, Pastor K. I honorably accept it. <laughs> Because I know only one pastor, Pastor B. So if I'm Pastor K, we're moving from B to K. And there are some things that need to be filled up. Amen? Hallelujah. So don't put us into competition. Amen? It's very important. Because when you, when you are not careful, you pick and choose. Like children. You give them this, I don't like this, Papa. I don't like this, Mom. I don't like this. But then what you don't like is what you need. Have you realized that? Yeah. What you don't like is exactly what you need. Is the enemy using the flesh to tell you, oh, don't, you don't like him. Don't, no, he is not, he doesn't, he, he doesn't connect with me. The word of God has to connect. It doesn't matter who speaks the word of God. It has to hit you because you are a spirit being. Amen? You are a spirit being. And so God is a spirit and he speaks life and dimension of the spirit to us. So if you can't receive it, then you've got to check your antenna. You've got to check the frequency because whenever he speaks, he finds tuners. He finds tuners. Anytime I talk, God speaks... What he's doing is fine-tuning us. He uses his sons and daughters or his spiritual parents in the house to fine-tune us so that when he speaks, you can hear him. Does it make sense? Yeah, it does. Amen. So when the frequency is jammed, when the frequency is, there's something wrong with the frequency, then we can receive it. 
In most African countries, when you go to Ghana, for example, you can't get, you have a cell phone, but you can't get the satellite. So you've got to be turning around. Pastor Tony told me that. He said, the reason why we don't get it here is that they made with the uh, railways team. I mean, this heavy, yeah. So when you, it hits the wall, it can't reflect back. So you've got to find a place where you can receive it. And that's why the pastors or the leaders or the sons and daughters in the house, they do the fine tuning. And it's not easy. It's not. When you bring people the truth, with love, with compassion and humility. Because they wired, been, they've been wired wrongly, they still cannot receive. But God has brought us here this week and all the time that you've been here in the various churches and the various homes and houses and places. That's what God has been doing. Why? Because Europe needs what God has. And that's why God literally will handpick us from different nations, different countries, different tribes, different tongues, and bring us into a place where he can work with us with his word. Amen? Hallelujah. So I salute my, my, my brothers and, and, and my sisters with all due respect and honor, so privileged to walk around with them. I don't have to preach. I don't have. Amen? The job has to be done. The person who can do it best is the one the assignment is given. Please don't forget that. Okay? Are you, are you, are you alright? Okay. That's good. I'll watch my time. I was jokingly telling uh, Catherine and, and, and Brother Chris that I hold a mic. So today we're going to close at 4 o'clock. Oh, but just jokingly, because they still wanted to take me to the airport, and I was trying to talk myself out. Yeah, but finally, I lost. So, Pastor, you're not taking me to the airport. They are taking me to the airport. Is that okay? I should have told you before. It's fine. Good. Thank you. Are you ready? Are you born ready? Yeah. We should be born ready. Yeah. All the time. Because the, the, the assignment demands haste. His kingdom. To build his kingdom and to build his nature into us, we got to be ready all the time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 8, verse 18. Can we pop it out on, on the screen for me, please? Is it possible? Sorry, Ralph. I should have told you earlier. <laughs> you see, we, we, we've got to see God. We've got to hear God. And then after seeing and hearing him, we have to speak him. Amen? Strong response is required. It's for all of us. You see, because when we say amen, we say, let it be done unto us according to the word of God. And it keeps us alive. It keeps us alert. This flesh, when you allow it, it will detect to you. Have you noticed that? You are tired. You are days. 
You need rest. All this might be fat, but it's not the truth. Get your spirit man so strong that when the word of God is coming, it hits you and gives you life. Amen? Hallelujah. You see, that's why you need the word of God. We need the word of God all the time. We can never go without the word of God. We can go without food for maybe three, four days or a week. But we can never go without water for that one week. It's the same thing with the word of God. Amen? So, Luke, that's right. He said, take heed therefore how you hear. What you have been hearing here is very important. But how did you hear? Or how are you hearing? Hearing is very important. Amen? Because when, when you're going to hear, then somebody has to talk. Or somebody has to speak. But if you are not paying particular attention and the person is speaking and talking, you might not hear properly. Amen? So the Bible is giving us a clarity here. It says, take heed. Therefore, how you hear? What did you hear the whole week? It's a very good question. Those of us who came or who are still here, what did you hear? Did you make notes? Did you write it down? Are you going to study it? Because in German, we say, we have a problem that says, at the age of 40, you better write everything down. <laughs> and now I'm 63. So I'm how many years over, those mathematicians? At the age of 40, you better write everything down. 20, 23. So that means every time I have to write it at least 23 times. Why? So that I don't forget. Because when he's speaking to us, it's very important. When God speaks to us, it's very important because it's going to shape our life. It's going to transform our life. It's, it's, it's going to redesign us to his plan and to his purposes. But if we are not hearing accurately and properly, there's a tendency that we will deviate. I was speaking to uh, Pastor Hannah when he explained to us, or to explain to me, that a sailor, when he deviates maybe one degree out, he will never get to his destination. So the moment we don't pay particular attention how we are hearing, we might deviate. And when we are deviating, the thing that happens most of the time, we blame the devil. I'm not saying you. Most of us blame the devil. Is the devil this? Is the devil that? We'll come to that. It's not the devil. I say it's not the devil. If you purpose in your heart to hear accurately and properly, the devil cannot mess you up. He can't. Amen? Because he looks for a loophole. Did God say... You should have told, told the devil, yes, my God has said. And man cannot live, Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live by bread alone. 
by, by the proceeding word. So every day, there's a proceeding word. There's a word of God that will give you a night life. And that word comes from heaven. So if we don't hear properly, something is wrong somewhere. And our prayer this morning, that God will give us the hearing ears. And then the seeing eyes, eyes to see him. So that when we see him, that we hear him, we can combine the two and then we can speak him. Amen. Because that's why we say God said, or the word of God came to me. If time will allow, we will use Ezekiel 37. There's so many things. But Ezekiel 37 is so powerful that in that situation, it was in a mess. And this is a great army. But they lost the tendency to hear, the ability to articulate what they were hearing, and they went off and off and off until it was dead. Now, God has to train Ezekiel. God has to pick him and give him training, give him understanding, give him an encouragement, because God is after a generation. I say God is after people here in Europe where he can trust. Like what is in heaven will be here on planet earth. Everything from heaven has to be birthed down here on planet earth. And God needs people. And we are the people. Hallelujah. I say we are the people. We are not only the generation, but we are the people. Hallelujah. We are not only the selected arrows, but we are the arrows that have been sharpened and formed and redesigned by God for the assignment that is ahead. Hallelujah. So let's take the word of God so serious. Now, in this case, he said, take heed how you hear. Okay? Now, let's go to Mark chapter 4, verse 24. That's the how. You're going to find out how are you hearing. Do you need adjustment? Do I have to do so that I can hear better? How? Amen? It's very important. I like the way Pastor Philip, one of the, uh, most of the, not one, most of the EYC, he said, God said, let my people grow. Amen? So I'm going to tell you by the grace of God, let my people hear. Let my people see. Uh, let my people speak what God is speaking. Hallelujah. Because in the future, we have to hear him and hear him accurately. We have to see him and see him properly. So that we can represent him accurately by speaking what we have seen. Or what we have heard. Amen? Mark 4, 24. And he said to them, take heed what you hear. How you hear, what you hear are very important. What are you hearing now? What have you been hearing this week? Have you been hearing gossip? Or have you been hearing the word of God? What have you been hearing? This is a question we need to ask ourselves periodically. What am I hearing? And if you are not hearing... The word of God or things that will encourage you or things that will motivate you to finish the assignment strong, then you got to change. And that's why the prophetic comes inside. 
And that's why the apostolic come inside. You see your fingers? Amen? You see this one? Been to the airport? That's the final signal they give to the pilot that he can take off. Have you watched it? You on the plane? Now we're going to a destination planned and purposed by God. So when God gives you a thumb up, you are okay. Does not matter who said something or else or who said what. That's, that's not the point. The point is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost and the Word of God, they give you a thumb up. If they do that, that means you are more than ready. Oh, hallelujah. When God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, they give you a thumb up. Oh, son, all oh, right, you're good. Amen? Oh, I love the way you do. I'm pleased with you. And somebody comes and tells you something different. Why should that not affect you? I have a funny way of explaining that. Do you want to know? Then come closer. Come closer means lean like this. Yeah, that's it. Okay? I'm a German. You might not believe it, but that's it. <laughs> I am. So if somebody who does not know that I'm a German, anyway, by naturalization, not by birth. <laughs> Is that okay? If somebody does not know that I'm a German or I hold a German passport, let me make it simple for you, not so complicated. Yeah, I hold a German passport. And he comes around and says, hey, Kwame, they're going to deport you to Ghana. And I go to Pastor Chris and Hannah or any of my friends or my brothers and say, you know what? <laughs> oh, <clears throat> can you help me? <laughs> what is the trouble, Kwame? Tell me. I can't speak. <laughs> they're going to deport me back to Africa. Oh, it's poor. It's this and that and that. Then I don't know what I carry. God wins, yeah. It can fly. <laughs> yeah, then I don't know what I carry. I carry a German passport. Worst scenario, the place I'm not going to go to prison, but if it's anything that needs to be I need to be in prison, that's the place they'll put me. Not Ghana. Hallelujah. Let's get this one and get it strong. You see, because in the days ahead, God is going to rely on you and me such a strong way that when he speaks and we hear and we see, we will speak exactly the same thing. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because that's what he's looking for. He's looking for a generation that he can train and build his life inside. What's the worst scenario? They can't deport me. If Ghana is fighting with, with Germany, it can be possible, but in case. And I happen to be in Ghana. I will run to the German embassy. What am I going to run? Why? That's right. So in terms of trouble, where do you run to? Yes. Hallelujah. In terms of trouble, where do you run to? God. If I run to the German embassy and I show my ID or my passport, they're not going to say your name is a Ghanaian name, so get out from here. They are legally bound to take care of me. Oh, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. God is bound to take care of him because of his promise. He's a good, good, good God. I say God is a good, good, good God. Hallelujah. So we've got to take care how we hear and what you hear. There's some of the things that you are hearing is garbage and rubbish. I don't care who is a bishop or archbishop. You don't have to take them. Are you ready for this shock? In Ghana, there's one so-called bishop. Ralph might have heard about him. He says he can turn into a snake with Jesus. Jesus also turns into a snake. Both of them, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they turn into a snake and you mess up, they will bite you. Of course he's a snake. Why? Cobra, have you seen Lucifer's crown? The crown that Lucifer wears is a cobra. And cobra is a big snake. So when he says snake, I say yes, that's right. He's, he's, he, he's reproducing the lies of, of his father. But it seems that there's nobody strong to shut that rubbish down. But God is raising up a generation. When those things happen, we pick it up in the spirit and shut it down. It can't even grow anything. Amen? So stay strong. Amen? Stay strong wherever God has planted you. Whichever church. No, God has not planted. Where God has placed you. Whatever church you belong to, stand strong. Amen? Stay strong. And God knows what he's doing. God has a purpose. God has a plan. And he needs people to fulfill that plan and that purpose. Hallelujah. The last but not the least, Genesis chapter 3, verse 8, 9, 10, 11. good. I have about 30 minutes. That's good. Are you there? Genesis chapter 3 verses 8 to 11, please. It's about Eve and, the, and, and, and Satan. Amen? And I'll go, I'll go in details with this hearing, seeing God. Amen? Seeing God, hearing God, and then speaking God. I'll go in, de- in details. But I want to give you, like our spiritual father will always say, I want to give you a broad stroke so that when you go, you go to look for it. I humbly submit to you. I'm not saying God said. But it will be greater after this week you go back and do studies on what you have heard. How can you adjust things? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Amen. Because there's so much that has been given. Life has been given. Don't, we don't have to take things for granted. There are people who are not getting this what you have. So when we have it, let's honor God and thank God that God, you brought me to hear such a powerful message. And I'm going to build my life around this, this truth. Come hell, come high waters. <laughs> yes. Because hell is going to come against you. High waters is going to come against you. But are you equipped with the word of God? Can you say God has said? Anytime my, my, my brother and sister share this testimony, what they went through, 
my heart leaps. I say, God, give us the grace and the ability to hold on whatever you tell us. Always. I might go a little bit in motion, but that's okay. God loves us so much. If God does not allow it, the devil can never do nothing. He confesses that and if the devil cannot do this, then what am I going through this? He said it so that we become better, not bitter. Move from that direction and throw that whatever we go through, he has a plan. I don't have to understand God, but I have to obey him. Oh, that's been my, my thing, my motivation, my passion that's driving me to do the things of God. I don't have to understand everything. Because the black boss will not understand anything. You know the black boss? Being in the plane before? The one that picks up every noise, every frequency in the plane. So when the plane crashes, what the first thing they look for? The black boss. Because it contains information. And that's why the devil always look for your mind. If he can manipulate and control your mind, then he can give you wrong information, wrong signals. Amen. God will not tell us to renew our mind with the word of God and have the mind of Christ for, for, for just saying that because he's God. No, he has a plan. He has a purpose. He knows that here we are very vulnerable to the enemy and the attack of the devil. But if our mind is renewed with the word of God and our, 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 we have the mind of Jesus Christ, the begotten son, the eternal son, oh, hallelujah. The eternal son, we have him in our mind. We see him, we know him, and we speak him. The faithful son. Nothing can come against us. Oh, hallelujah. Absolutely nothing. You see, but he, 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 he brings us in the situation so that we, we, we focus on what the devil can do. Can do. Can. God is God. Uh, I say God is God. Period. I like the, the book of Hebrew. And all the episodes that Paul wrote. Paul, I apostle this, this by the message of God. And he goes on this and this. But when it comes to Hebrew, he says God. No drama. That's what our spiritual father says. There's no drama. I, Apostle Paul, this and that and that. No, Hebrew. He wrote it by the grace of God, by the power of the Holy Ghost. But now he comes and says, God. Amen? What are you hearing? Are you taking heed how you hear? What you are hearing? And let's go to this one. And they heard the voice of the Lord. God is still speaking. It can be the Old Testament. It can be the New Testament. God is God. And he speaks. Oh. If God has to speak to you and I audibly, he would do that. How many of us can stand it? The first time I heard his voice audibly, I ran. Believe me. I took off. I was telling myself and I was telling God, that look at the environment where I am and look at the situation where I find myself. The room is not tidy and this is da 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 He said, I did not come for the room. I came for you. 
Yeah. I needed to grow out of that. Hallelujah. Some of us have to grow out of the situation by taking the word of God and speaking the word of God into the situation, into the atmosphere. I ran. It took about a year before. I won't lie to you. I can't hold a mic before him and before you and lie. It's not possible. I ran. I say literally, I ran. I ran because the first time of hearing is edible boy. After backsliding, this is another topic. We won't go there. Doing what you think you can do because you are a military guy. You have a military. You wanted to overthrow a military government, and you think you are you are big enough to argue with God. Who do you think you are? Nothing but pride and arrogance. And God has to dismantle that. And I thank him for dismantling that. Oh, hallelujah. Say, I thank God for dismantling all those rubbish and all those nonsense and putting life with his word inside of me so that I can be counted as a son to build his kingdom together with my brothers and my sisters. Oh, hallelujah. That's why I don't grab the, the, the microphone. It's no point in that, it's not necessary. If you don't have nobody to preach, preach to the chairs in your home. You don't have nobody to sing to, sing in your home. When you sing in your home, you hear him, you see him, you speak him. Then a time will come, he will bring you to the place where he has been preparing for you. And most of the time, it's contrary to what you think, what you know. Because you want to see how obedient you are. Amen? He said, they heard the voice of God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord in the trees of the garden. Why did they hid? Why did they did hide? Thank you, Sean. Why did they hide? Anytime I talk, God came and spoke to them, they leave. Okay? Anytime I talk, God is speaking to you and me, we leave. Okay? Because the word of God is life and it's a spirit. And we are spirit beings. So when he comes to speak, you read your Bible, you study your Bible, he is giving you life and life eternal. Because one of his name is eternal God, the eternal son. Okay? So they hid themselves, and the Lord called Adam and said unto him, What are you? Don't tell me God did not know where Adam is. Please, don't tell me that. You see, because he himself put him in the garden, in the east part of the garden, so God knew exactly where he, to find him. So if you are in this house and God give you a gatekeeper to watch the door or be an usher, don't run into the music in this non-industry, <laughs> music ministry, let the, 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 the father and the mother bring you to where they know you can be placed there. Okay? Because when God comes, he's going to look for you where he placed you. Not where they put you. Amen? So he asked him, Adam, where are you? God knows. Give me strong. Does God know? Yes. Amen. Yes. He, he, you see this, my hair. I came and told Pastor, I said, Where can I find a place to cut my hair? 
he looked at me and said, yeah, this head, do you actually, <laughs> because there's nothing on it. <laughs> Amen. And do you know that God knows how many heads I have on my head? If it's two million, you start combing, you lose some. You're getting old, I call it here Ottoman. You know that, that place? A helicopter can land there. So me and my wife, we have a joke and say, that's the, you know where he came from? Netatal. It's very close to the Holland border. I say, this is the, the helicopter landing pad. So that when we go there, the helicopter can land. The number of hairs I've lost since he made me, he knows. Oh, don't tell me God does not know anything. So if God tells you anything to do, don't tell God you can't do it. He's trying to help the Adamic nature to die off so that the word of God will become life, become strong into our life. Amen. I can't. Moses did the same thing, didn't he? Yeah, Moses, you trained him 40 years. And the training is that anywhere God wants you, he has to train you in that terrain, in that situation. Because he's going to bring you back. He's going to bring you back to destroy or dismantle the Babylonian system, the Egyptian system. But he needs somebody on the ground. And you are the one chosen on the ground. Oh, it's too difficult. Uh, God, this is it. Did you choose your parents? I hope not. <laughs> I don't know. But most of us will choose a different parent. Why? Because we compare. Or oh, if I was born into this family, what I'm going through would not have happened. Who told you that? Uh, he has his hand upon you. He had a hand on Ezekiel. He told Ezekiel, Ezekiel, can these bones live? These are dry bones. But before he asked Ezekiel the question, can these bones live? He put him, pick him up, and show him things in the realm of the spirit that it is possible. Oh, tell your neighbor, it's possible with God. When God says that, it's absolutely possible. It's possible for Europe. It's possible for Europe to come out in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost. It's possible for Europe to rise up strong and fight the powers of hell so that God will get the glory. Oh, hallelujah. I say God is preparing an army. God is preparing an army that will stand strong. No matter what happens, we will march forward. I say we will march forward. Oh, it's a switch off. Switch off. You see? It can happen. When God gives us assignment, we can switch the assignment off. And then you struggle. You need more energy. More strength. And then you sweat them more. <laughs> Hallelujah. But uh, it did. Yeah. It does not matter how it happened. It has happened. Yeah. We need to fix it. Yeah. God originally wanted Joseph to be in Egypt. Yeah. Are you following me? That was his original plan. Yeah. 
Okay? Now, his brother, he didn't like his brothers. Of course, you don't like them. They won't like you either. Why? Because of what he carry. Somebody that's not like you is probably because of you carry. I'm not saying always, but check your life. Are you pride? Are you arrogant? Are you selfish? Check yourself. Use the word of God to go through. Let it screen. Pastor Haina spoke clearly about that. Check it. And after checking it, you don't find anything. Move on. Yeah. Because you are not the first person. Neither are you going to be the last person. Is it a big deal? No. These are all distractions. Okay. I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked. I hid myself. Why was he naked? He did what he was not supposed to do. Are you doing what you're not supposed to do? Pastor Hannah talked about it. Check our life. I have to check. What I'm doing, is it right? Is it according to the will and the purpose of God? We can get into that mode. And do things because you know how to do it. And when the, when the situation changes, you are stuck. That's why you got to keep hearing. you got to keep seeing and then you got to keep speaking. Don't forget about that. Always. Amen? And he said, who told you? Thou. Yeah. Thou, uh, yeah. But it's you and me. Thou is you and me. Who told you that you are naked? Are you getting the picture? Because God never told him or them that they are naked. Although they were naked. Amen? So he is hearing from different place. He has a different source. Is this place your source that you take the word of God from? Or you have the TV evangelist who become your spiritual father far, 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 far away in the African continent? Who told you what you are hearing, how you are hearing, and who is telling you is very, very important. Services. Oh, sorry. <laughs> very important. Who told you that you are naked? Because God will never, never disgrace us in front of our enemies. Never. He only does it, he speaks to us one, two, three, many times, and you don't. Then he will expose you. Or he will expose me. Then we come to our senses to make correction. Even there, he is still gracious. Still gracious. Who told you? That you are naked. Then he came to the question, have you eaten? Where are you eating from? From which table are you eating from? Where? The TV evangelist? Who is spooky? Saying things out of gear, out of contact? See your fingers? This is 
apostle. This is the prophet. I won't go to the other one because in Europe it means something different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this. <laughs> and this is a pastor and this is a teacher. Okay? You watch it. This one can touch all. Which are the closest? This office and this office, the apostle and the prophet are very close. Because Christ, who is the chief cornerstone, stood in all these five powerful. There's no better pastor or a prophet or, or a teacher or evangelist. or There's nobody, nobody greater than him. Amen. So we need the, the, all the, the, the five ministries. We need it. We actually, I was so happy when my brother explained it the simplest way. Very simple, but very profound. You see, because most of the things are simple, we, we, we don't take it serious. We want complicated things. that We can't even solve it. Give God a complicated problem, he will solve it within, within, within a fraction of a second. Give mankind a simple, a simple, simple thing. He will make it so complicated that nobody can get in. Look at the way we are evangelists now. Anyway, it's another. We're not going there. But have you caught what, I, what, what I'm, I want to, I'm talking about? That means we need each other. We do need each other. You can't. There's something, not something. These are the things you can never go without. It. I need my brothers and my sisters more than anything. Amen? I need them. Why? You see, because they can speak into my life. There are some gray hairs or gray blind things I can't see. They will see it and they will speak to me. But it's up to me to take it or to reject it. You reject it, you are rejecting life. Those that rejected Jesus Christ didn't see the father because he came to show the way to the father. Okay? And those who rejected John the Baptist never saw Jesus. Let me repeat. You reject the ministry or the, or the, 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 the grace that John the Baptist carried, you will never see Jesus because he came for Jesus to prepare the way. So if you reject him, how can you see the person he came to prepare the way for? Amen. So if we reject our fathers and our mothers, the, the counsel advice they give it to us, how do you think it can go further? Because they are made for a time like that. They are made to help us come into that direction. They are made to, to come into the proper alignment. Amen. That's all. Hallelujah. And it's a big responsibility. Ten minutes. Amen? Hallelujah. See God, hear God, and then speak God. Can we do that? Can we see God, and then hear God, and then speak God? Because it's so important that we see God and hear God. When you go to Revelation chapter, ch chapter 1, I'll just paraphrase it. Just write it down and then. Uh, Revelation chapter 1. It, 
John is saying, I was in the spirit and I heard a voice. When I turned, I saw the voice. Okay? So what are the elements there? He heard, he saw, and then he spoke. Those of us who have been calling your friends and your brothers and your sisters on the phone, do you see them physically? But you hear them. You hear their voice. Amen? But when you meet them like this, you are not only hearing a voice, but you are seeing a voice. Does it make sense? Yeah, you're not only hearing a voice. Yeah, but now you are seeing the voice because he wants us to put the two together. So that after hearing and seeing, we got to speak. When we speak, we make a declaration of what we have seen, what we have heard. Amen? You got to keep hearing. You got to keep seeing. And then you got to keep speaking. But in order to do this, one of the things I would advise is this. Unlearn. Because we've learned so many things. It was good for a specific time. But now it's no more relevant. Are we with me? Okay. So we got to unlearn. After unlearning, then we got to relearn. The real one. Amen. I don't want to go too much in Africa because there's so many weird things are going on now as far as the word of God is concerned. But God is going to help us. Amen? I said God is going to help us. Think what God is doing that he is looking for people who can represent him fully and accurately. Amen? So he's going to change all this. But we, we need to. We need to unlearn, relearn, and keep learning. Amen? Can we do that in the, in the, in the next couple of times? Amen? Or the couple of weeks. Take all what you have heard before the SOP from your fathers and your mothers and your leaders and the church. Okay? And go through them. What can you unpack or learn? What, you, what, what was bothering you? What you were carrying that was wrong? Wrong behavior patterns. 99.9% .9 of the deliverance, if we can check our behavior patterns, there will be no necessary for deliverance. Most of them are behavior patterns. And devil has nothing to do. But he likes it. I was telling Chris and, 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 and Kathy that the devil likes it. He, he has a, a low battery. Cell phone. Yeah? If he doesn't recharge his battery, he can never receive no cause. But we keep helping him. We are the power. The power of God. We keep helping him, plugging his, his, his asterisk into, into us. And then he recharges his battle and uses it against us. Why don't you cut it off? Oh, you didn't get to me. Yeah. Our behavior feeds him. He feeds on the flesh. Yeah. When God, time will not allow me, but when, he, when he, he, told, he told Satan, this one was blaming this, this one was blaming, we all know the thing. Yeah. But then he came to Satan. That's a snake. He raised his both hands, both legs, and he said, you wanted to speak. God says, shut up. This is my own, according to Kwame. 
according to K. He said, I'm talking to my son. I'm talking to my daughter. Who are you? I never made you in my image and in my likeness. But I made them in my image and in my likeness. I'm having a dialogue with them. I'm speaking life to them. You don't have nothing to do with it. Shut up. Even before I finish speaking, you will crawl on your belly. So the question is, did he have legs and, 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 and hands like a lizard? Or like a crocodile? Yes. Because he said, as I'm speaking to you, before I finish, you will crawl on your belly. If he was crawling on his belly, he wouldn't tell him that before I finish, you will crawl on your belly. That means he had all the legs and the legs like any other lizard or any other animal. But the power of the word of God, that's Psalm 29. When he spoke, where did the hands and the legs went or go? Are you following me? Yeah? That's, just want to bring you into that direction that the power of the word of God is so strong. When he speaks, it's so powerful. The devil or, or the snake had legs or feet or whatever it is. Okay? But he said, as I'm speaking to you, before I finish, you will crawl on your belly. You don't crawl on your belly with legs. You don't. But it vanished. And according to DNA, <laughs> if God has not spoken that he's going to crawl on his belly, every snake will have it. But before, because he spoke it, it changed the DNA. He's the only one who had the power to change. Oh, hallelujah. And he has the power to change Europe. But he needs you and I to stand strong so that we can work hand in hand together, together with him, with his agenda. We, don't, we need a prophetic, but we need the apostolic grace also so that we can form Christ into the heart in the life of the people. So that Christ will become the begotten son. Christ will become the eternal son. Christ will be the firstborn. My brother talked about it, so there's no need to, to, to go into details. Hallelujah. But let's take the word of God, build our life around it so that we can become what he wants us to be. Amen. I want to be like them. I want to give you some, some two points. <laughs> I learned from my brother. <laughs> there are points. So, so that you don't go, so they, well, Pastor Kwame, they never give you no points. <laughs> are you okay? Okay. The first one is that those who gave us the proceeding word, there are people God has set for us to give us the proceeding words all the time. But you, they help us to get the proceeding word. What I mean the proceeding word is that the now word of God. Okay? The now word. And these are the people who speak God's word. They don't tell us stories. They tell us life. So we need to honor them. We need to respect them. Uh, do you know that anything, including money, that you don't honor and don't respect will never come to you? Can we do that? And those, such people, we need to protect them. That's what they told David. David, you, you, you are the light of Egypt. If it goes off, we are all in darkness. He craved, he wanted to drink water. People risk their life 
went into that place, got him water. When he looked at it, man, he, got, he could not drink it. He couldn't. He gave God the honor. Amen. Can we come to that dimension? Can we come to that place to give honor to those who honor is due? Amen. Are we going to protect them? What we did the other day when Pastor Hannah said we should come, including the leaders, the father and then the mother of the house, we surrounded them. It happened in the Bible. When an apostle was stoned, he was dead. But when he had people surround him, they brought him back to life. That's what we need. We don't need people who, after pouring our hearts, and this and this, they, they, will, they will knife us at the back. We don't need them. They are not part of us. But we we'll keep an eye on them. We we'll love them. Amen? If per advantage they come to their senses, they become part of us. Amen? You want the Bible verses? First Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. But don't go there. Because I have, I think, two minutes. The second point is that we need those people who add strength to our faith and give us courage. We need people. I need them. Because they add strength to mine. Okay? And they give me courage. No matter how difficult it is in Germany. I used to tell people, say, where are you? I say, Germany. Oh, Germany is a tough country. I say, yeah, that's why God put me there. <laughs> and it's true. Does God know everything? Yeah. Does he know Germany is tough? So, so if he puts you there, he knows what he's doing. Oh, don't let these big, big talks and these people, they, the thing they say, they don't let them influence you. They actually tell you that you are, you are, you are not progressing. You, are not, you don't have a big congregation. What do you need a big congregation for? The number of growth is going to come. The thing is going to come. But let's be the base strong. I say let's be the base strong. That's what our spiritual father has been telling us all the time. Build the base strong. If the base is strong, the foundation is strong, no crack, no nothing, God will add. It's God that will add. He's going to add the right people. If it's a hospital, I'll stop. <laughs> Amen? We need those who add strength to our faith and give us courage. Those who are the people who inspire us. We need people who inspire us. We need the Barnabas. Do you know that Barnabas was so, 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 he was, the guy who was, he was more than an encourager. How do you encourage a great man or great man of God? Think about that. We are all great. I'm not saying we are not great. We are. But how can we encourage one another? When you look at their life, or when you look at them, God will pick up something that is needed, and you can be that help. Hallelujah. You can be that encourager. We need them. Oh, hallelujah. We need people who encourage us. Not people who will be, who, who will be putting us down every day. You wake up, you don't even feel like waking up. But those days are over. In Jesus' name. Let me give you, there are six points, but let me give you the third one, and then we'll finish. We need those who will protect us from all kinds of reproach and harm. These are the people they will fight back all the negative things the, the, the people talk against us. Some of them are true, some of them are not. Amen? 
So one time, a guy wrote more than 70 or 80 pages. What I should do, what I shouldn't do, and this, and that, and that, and that. I was furious. Then God, not audibly, spoke to my, my heart. I, picked, I knew that this was what God was saying. He said, go through them. What's wrong with you? Go through the, the, the pages that he has written. At least you'll find one page or two pages that are truth. And if you find it's true, change. So that next time, he can hold you on that. And I went through and I found at least two pages that were exactly that needed to be corrected. And I corrected it. So if the thing is corrected, what, has he got a hold on us? Jesus said, the devil has come, but he has nothing in common with me. Oh, hallelujah. When he comes with the word of God, he will not have anything to do with us. We don't have the same DNA. We don't have the same frequency. He will try to jump the frequency. But God will recalibrate us, bring us back to the original track. So that we will take the word of God and speak. God said. And that's it. Hallelujah. Europe, we are rising up strong. In Jesus' name. I say, Europe, we are coming out. God has never forgotten Europe. Let the prophetic word be so sharp. Uh, but Lord, the apostolic grace also be so sharp that not only the prophetic, but the apostolic grace so that we can build people, we can bring Christ into the heart of God. Amen. I'll finish by this. Years back, I think about 10 years now, God told me to go to South Africa. Go to South Africa, but go to Ghana afterwards. That means Germany, South Africa, and then Ghana. Are you hearing I didn't have the money. And I've learned not to go and tell him that I don't have the money. Okay? Hey, he will never tell you something that you don't have the grace for. The very day, Sunday, that I was to fly to Ghana, I went to a church, maybe 10 people. They gave me 2,000 euro. Oh, yes. 2,000 euro. 500, 500, 4. 500 euros notes. You have 50 as your highest. We have 500. <laughs> I like the way Papa Jonah tells her. He says, zero is nothing. Make sure the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are in front of you. You are behind. Let, how many people have told you that you are nothing? You can't do it. How many? Okay, from today, start counting them. Now make sure the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Word of God, your, your father, your mother, are with you. And if there are ten, how many zeros? And how many zeros, how many ten zeros make a million? Sex. So now you have, so, yo, you, you are more than a, are you getting me? Or is it too fast? All right, you have six people who say you can never amount to nothing. The zero is nothing, which is true. Okay, but the fact is, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Jesus said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'll be with you. So he is with me. And six, or, yeah, six people have said I'm useless. I can't do nothing. Okay, so how many? I have three million. Is it not a good number? Is it not a great sum of number? If you have three million pounds, man. Are you getting it? You see, the zero does not matter. But the number in front of the zero should be what we go for. <laughs> the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the house, 
the brothers, the sisters, is what is important. It's not what you are saying. Man. Now, they gave me 2,000 euros. So at the airport, I paid for the ticket for Emirates. I went to South Africa. In a crowd like this, God picks somebody out from the crowd. It's gone. Let the dead bury their dead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it quick now because the food is there. And in a crowd like this, God tells me, call the guy at the back there and tell him that in 10 years from that day, that was 18th August, 2006, he's going to be the mayor of the city. Yeah? If you don't see God, you don't hear God, and you don't speak God, nothing happens. Amen? And he has trained me up to this level. I picked him, and I tell him. And the funny thing about the whole thing is that he wanted to commit suicide. He's about to, from that meeting, he was going to commit suicide because nothing was working. Everything is down. The family, blah, 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 everything. Now, you come from Brahma, you come from, from, from Germany, you say he's going to be a mayor. If he's going to become a mayor, then why is he going to take his life? We need a proceeding word to bring us back on track. We need a proceeding now word to bring us to the destiny God has prepared for us. And to the honor and to the glory of God, he is now a mayor. I say he's a mayor now. Now what I'm going to do is that we're going to bring him to Papa. I used the prophetic by, by the grace of God. I spoke the prophetic word as I saw, as I heard. Now he needs a spiritual father. He said you should mentor me. But he does no protocol. I don't carry that grace to mentor. My father carried it. Our father carried the grace to mentor him. He said, Pastor Kwame, I want you to mentor me so that I can do what God wants for this city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't take things for granted. Oh, hallelujah. I can go on and on and on and on and on. On and on and on. But that's not the point. The point is get what you have gotten. Work it. When God speaks to you, 90% is contrary to what God has spoken to you. That makes him God. Oh. I said that makes him God. Because when he speaks, he wants your attention away from the situation. Away from the, 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 the circumstances. Put your attention and your trust and your hope in that great God. He speaks and is funner. Oh, I was telling Katri, Katri, yeah, because he's a magistrate. I said, what is the highest court you have it here in, 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 in London? Or not London, UK. The Supreme Court. My brother Chris has to Google. He has to ask Uncle Google. Yeah, God asked, Google said, yeah, that's the funnel. God is more than a supreme court. I say, our God is more than a supreme court. He speaks it and does it. In Ghana, there was election. They rigged the election. They gave bribe to the, uh, the, the, the supreme court judges. $10 million each. So they twisted truth. But our God is not a man that should lie. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that you are raising a generation that will stand for Europe. You're raising your own people, Lord God, handpicked by, by, by you, handchosen, selected. 
to, 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 be, to, to be used by you to advance your kingdom. We thank you that you give us the grace to stand strong. Not be looking at what the devil can do. What the, they can't do nothing if you don't allow him. And if you do, and if you do allow him, it's not because we are sinners. It's not because of anything, but you want us to grow. You want us to grow strong. Strong so that when you put the devil and we in the same ring, we will be able to win because we are a winner. Oh, hallelujah. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Parchment's yours. It's over? Or has it just begun? It's the end of the beginning. That's all it is. It's the end of the beginning. Let's go again. Okay. First session. I'm on. <laughs> Let's stand to our feet, if we will. We must hear. We must hear God. That's one dimension we've been taught this morning. But the dimension that every, what causes everyone to stumble is the speaking. We said yesterday the domain, the WWW, is the walk, the witness. The walk and the witness is the key thing that God wants every believer that comes out of the, that commission part of that commission is to go into all the world and tell them what you've heard, tell them what you're seeing and you do that by speaking and what good is a conference if it never gets past this door I think what Pastor Kwame's alluded to this morning and taught us to do next week, throughout this week, each one must open that those notes Go through those notes and you'll be surprised what you didn't hear. And, you know, Papa Jonathan does it all the time to us. Sometimes when he's not been well, he's, he's put a session on from last year. And I'm thinking, I've heard this before, but it's a brand new message. The word comes again and I'm thinking, I've got notes on this, but how come I never heard this last time? So the word comes again and again and again. So what you thought you heard is not necessarily what you've heard. So what Carol and I will do next week, we'll go through this. Check what we've heard. Why? Because we want to live it. We want it to do something in our lives. I don't, what good's a book full of notes? Yeah? Let those notes become the melody of your life. Amen? So, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this, for this banquet of food that you've given us all this week. Prophetic, apostolic, teaching, insight, wisdom, revelation. You've given us foresight, insight. God, you're a good Father. That's who you are. And you keep pouring out the heavens. But, oh God, there's much, much, much more. And yet, there's much more that we can't handle. But we're not so focused, Lord, on what we can't handle right now. We must concentrate on what we can handle and what's been given. For this is our responsibility. 
Dream Center, hear well. Hear well that when God brings quality men into this house, and God has always brought quality men into this house and quality women, there's one thing God has always done. Why? Because he knows there's people who want to know his word and hear his word and live his word. And the Lord will always continue to keep bringing people because he sees the heart of his people. The moment you stop that is the moment God will stop bringing people. God has brought rich men and brothers and sisters from around the world to speak to us as a house. I know it was the school of the prophets, but you have been receiving it as a house. What God is about to do with us as a church is magnificent. Don't just get caught up in what you've enjoyed this week, but get caught up in who we're becoming and what we've been called to do. Dream Center, you're far greater than you've ever realized. I said you're far greater than what you've ever realized. Your God loves you. Your God has opened up your heart to receive brothers and sisters. So I thank my brothers and sisters for contributing, imparting and giving what they know and what, what they've received and what they've uh, grown in God to my, to my house. Or to our house, I should say. It's not my house. Our house. So thank you, guys.